And now it is Western Kabuki. And I I really just want to say right off the top, we were going to talk about the blood red sky that is bleeding unbreathable air. Uh, we were going to talk about the ongoing investigation of the Mueller report. We were or the Mueller she wrote ladies. Uh, we were going to talk about the apple glass, but all anybody can talk about these days and 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 we're gonna have to jump right in is that uh baby gronk rizzed livy <laughs> no no it's the opposite livy rizzed baby gronk um, juniper i'm so sorry yeah. i'm so sorry i could have never you have to get I the could, details I right believe I... yeah no uh, livy, yes. livy rizzed yes. baby gronk she even hugged him she even hugged him yeah uh, yeah is he has is w baby riz. gronk the new riz king caleb bird respecter what do you think <laughs> None of those words are in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, Amen. Amen, Caleb. (laughs) And a man whose accent sounds like he knows a lot about the Bible. Billy Wayne Davis, how are we doing? Praise praise you guys. Praise you. (laughs) Uh, Billy Wayne is a comedian. You can catch him on tour shortly, if not currently. You're not on tour right now, are you? Not today. No. Oh, okay. Oh, do you like come home and then you don't like go out on tour? Yeah, I do. I just got back. I was gone for 10 or 11 days. Oh, and, I see. And then I don't like, I mean, I've been doing it a long time. Mm-hmm. So now the way I'm doing it is kind of changing because I like being home with my children's. So Of course. And there's oh, other nice. ways to make funny funny money. So that's. Yes. When I first started, there was a, this like a handful of ways and a lot of it dealt with the devil. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um but we have we have actually we're very excited to actually talk about somebody who found a, a very easy way to make money uh, by lying <laughs> to everyone, uh, never telling the truth. Lying, we're going to discover, is really really lucrative, incredible. Uh, if you can just keep doing it, it is. <laughs> you can if you can just lie to everybody kind of all the time and then keep the same energy while you're doing it. You're right. It is the. The world is your oyster. It yeah, really just, is. Just don't get caught, basically, is the, the vibe. That is. That We're is, about to talk like, about somebody who got caught. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, lying, like, being a con person is a lot like, yeah, it's great, but don't get caught. It's like heroin. It's like, it's pretty great. Just don't get addicted. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> which, I mean, what I know about heroin, which is very little, isn't that, like, the first time? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's being a con person. You're gonna get caught too. Yeah, so I, think. I like to imagine that uh, the the Mueller short lady is like chasing the dragon of the first lie that she ever told, and that's what this is all about. It, you get that vibe from the kinds of lies that she's telling because yeah. they get more and more spectacular. Is I can't it, wait to. Can I? I'm sorry. We're I and I hate the interrupted thing, but that's the nature of this thing. So it the, is. My, I sometimes I hear my mom every time she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just this is how you do, gotta do it." So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get rolling, I am somewhat familiar, and I made my and I I didn't dig deep enough because I like to be ignorant on some of these things. It's more fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But can I guess that? Because immediately chasing the dragon of her first light. So there are there are people that I've encountered in my forty two years of living that are never going to admit to any lie. Because if they do, there's it's just a house of cards of lies they've built. So if they admit to one, everything else just crumbles, and you're like, this is a fascinating way to live. It is a tight tight wire walk of a life it is that my like, close uh, i mean it feels with her it feels like less of a tight wire ro- walk More like a rube goldberg machine of yeah lies. uh <laughs> she she lied about she lied about like documented things she lied about oh. things that you can google uh like <laughs> what her military service and, she's uh, lying in court as of yesterday uh earlier this week i mean like she's just she loves it she's doing she's somebody who's lying because she genuinely loves to lie do you think craft. this room's gonna make me stop lying <laughs> <laughs> 
I, you can't make me swear on the Bible. I wrote the Bible. So it's kind of silly to have me. <laughs> that is like, yeah, I wrote this. And you're like, well, we're in trouble here. This is, as a juror, I'd be like, oh, man. This Conflict is, of interest. This is why you do it, folks. This is why you do it. <laughs> this is why you choose to get selected for jury duty. Yes. This lady. Yes. But yeah, we'll, we'll dive deep into the whole thing. But it is really impressive how she, I mean, some of these lies go back decades ago. Like, as far as I'm aware, early she's lying about things that were that happened over a decade ago. She's like, lying about things that happened before she was even born, dog. Yeah. Before her mother was born, she's lying about things yeah. that happened before her ancestral mother was born. lies, spiritual lies, man. <laughs> she, she has Incredible. tainted her own bloodline with the with the foulness of her lies. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this liar, uh, yeah. Allison Gill, one of the hosts of the Muller She Wrote podcast. Now, the very first thing I want to say about the Muller She Wrote podcast is that they very clearly titled it before we knew how to pronounce his name properly because <laughs> they thought it was Mueller She Wrote, yeah. <laughs> which sounds more like Murder She Wrote, oh, um, man. which is... Or is, they're just forcing it. They're just forcing it. You would... I don't know. It, Either way, I mean, it, it does. The name does go kind of hard. We have to give you her like that. The, you like the name. I mean, I don't. I, th I think it's. I don't like the podcast. I think the name for what it is. I mean, it's popular yeah. for a reason, and I think the name is a big part of that. You know, the name is like thirty percent of the reason that she's a podcast millionaire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, like, of course, especially. I don't know how much of our audience was like politically aware in like 2016, 2017. I think I don't think our audience is that young, where they're like eighteen, nineteen now. But like, oh, we should do they, a survey they struck and find that out. Fire, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. But um, <laughs> they like she struck gold, like she struck fire at that time with the name, how she came out about it. Um, I guess we can maybe give some context about how she it was all started. about where we are now in early 2019, and I know that because I was listening and she talked about their download numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean i remember back in like 2018 early 2019 maybe even 2017 when i was b before i was on twitter and i was like like a redditor um <laughs> my dark past i was a redditor um before never, i was a never poster see your weakness Juniper. no you don't have to tell them this <laughs> i'm telling them this because back back during the the whole like mueller like talking people updates about the Mueller report and like what he was doing was like that was politics for like a good year or two that was like what everybody talked about almost every day and like the mainstream and like not like in liberal spaces and even kind of like lefty spaces for a while like everything was about the Mueller the Mueller report how the the walls were closing on Donald Trump like that was just politics for at least two years and and in like the main politics subreddit everyone would always be like oh you have to listen to to Mueller she wrote like it's so good it cover it's covering everything um and I never listened but it, it was just like it was perfect for the time that it came out in it was yeah, they struck gold, basically. It's really fucking bad, though. That's the thing. Is like, have any of you guys actually listened to any of her multiple podcasts? That she Never. Has? Never. So I have heard her on podcasts for sure, but I don't think I've, I never listened to Muller She Wrote or any of these spinoff shows that now exist. Do you guys remember that fucking lame Chapo joke? Was like, what is what the fuck is a Lev Parnas or whatever? But like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it's true. It applies here. It's like it does if the, the people that actually give a shit about Lev Parnas or like, <laughs> these are people that like make money, like sifting through, like panning for gold, except for the gold is shit. And they're going through <laughs> the minutia of some dumb bullshit, like Lev Parnas and this Russia stuff. And she milked that. I mean, she turned that into uh, like a podcast empire now, but like spun that shit into gold. It's like, if you listen to it, it's the most boring dog shit just like a weekly recap of whatever was on msnbc and like i don't know now apparently you know she claims that she's got news scoops and she's doing this and that and the other and it's really bad and she has the, the it's called the daily beans is her her <laughs> um daily news podcast and i love it it's uh, incredible the, the, gen x name the tagline no is to the gen uh, xers in here all of us <laughs> uh, it, it's it's the news but with swearing and it's like, okay. No, like, no. <laughs> no, that's for Pete. I mean, okay. So this is, that's just, it's all pandering. All of it. All, yeah, well, that's, all that's this. like that type of 
wine mom liberal crowd yes. though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It is this kind of pandering where it's like the like you said there's no substance really to it anymore especially and it's just familiar and you put it on and you can yep 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 while it's on and then you can but if you're actually listening to it, you're like, it's going to drive you insane because you're like, there's not a whole lot of information here. This is not. <laughs> this is just kind of like, uh, it's. But that is a version. I mean, what that is is a cult. It's like a version of just what it. A lot of what a popular podcast now is reminds me of like what any popular local, regional, even radio show where those yeah or i mean i mean it's also true of like preachers in certain part of the parts of the country where they have like billboards and stuff they have like their own little following and people who are just certain to... parts you mean most parts of the <laughs> <I country>? do. <laughs> not the part i live in though so doesn't count um, sure sure <laughs> but the uh yeah no i mean i i used to you know live in texas and stuff and you see the 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 like visiting preacher billboards and stuff and it's like yeah that's that crazy is, that's, that's real the same as a yeah yeah that's i've real. never <laughs> seen that's that very real as a Midwestern, <laughs> i've never seen that catholics catholics don't do that shit <laughs> <laughs> well i have um, some friends who have like popular podcasts who have done stand-up most of their lives or like performance comedy and then have gotten on a podcast and it taken off and they've talked they've talked we talked about like and they don't really talk about it on the air or anything but they talk about how like when they go they've sold more tickets than they've ever sold and I was like well what do you do as in like in front of them and they're like well we don't really record we just kind of talk and I was like what and and they're always like yeah we you don't have to really do anything it's just like when you walk out they're very excited to see you <laughs> and like there's there's no bits they're just they're there for the vibe basically yeah and then they're like you know they're like i used to worry about killing or doing well and now it's like they just want to hear us talk in person for whatever allotted time we were going to say and then we just uh, okay that's it and then we leave and then they applaud us like i like they just like we just killed is what they say and you're just like is that weird and like it took a long time to really get used to it <laughs> wild yeah and and interestingly there's a parallel to to Mueller she wrote cuz they did like they i don't know if they still do probably not but they did like live shows of the podcast too talking about some of this stuff yeah, just like reading the news to an audience. Yeah, like I, I, like I said, I haven't listened to anything they've done, but I imagine that's what it is. I can't it's imagine exactly it's anything that. more than that. It's literally just that. But it's funny because they do like uh, epic news. I don't really know how to explain. <laughs> it's like okay, I had a or I have I have an aunt that when I was in high school, she would be like after I had a football game, she'd be like, oh, you know, come <clears> over <throat> for pizza or whatever, and I'd come in and bring a couple of my teammates. And she was like the super cool, fun, liberal aunt. But then my <laughs> teammates came over and they were black. She's like, oh, I got to lock up the fucking silverware. Like, that's the kind Ooh. of the podcast. Well, you said liberal. For. You did say liberal. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Kind of nails that. Like, guy, hey, everything's cool. Oh, is it actual time to do the things? Hmm. <laughs> I said bring yeah. the quarterback over, not the secondary. Come on. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> she doesn't have a head for the game. I feel like in 2019, there was this kind of air of inevitability to like Mueller is going to indict Trump and that is going to be the end of, of the Trump presidency. Yes. Yeah. And 100%. So they were super cashing in on that feeling um, in the same way that like QAnon folks are just like any minute now, JFK <laughs> Jr. is going to come back. Yeah, it's the storm. Dude, it's, yeah, the, it's the same, it's the same thing because the, all they're looking for is like deliverance from the hellscape that we live in just from different like lenses, I suppose, of where you're viewing it from. It's like, okay, you know, Mueller's the guy. He's going to fix this and we're going to be America. We're going to kick ass and Top Gun is going to play and whatever. And the, the, the QAnon people are the same thing where Trump is going to fucking do a parade through downtown D.C. with uh, all your political enemies in cages or whatever. Like it's all the same shit. 
People yeah, just and, need, need a guy that's going to do this for them. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, like, Trump was indicted um, with, with the, the story being Daniels thing. And apparently he's being indicted again for something, like, as yeah, of today. Yeah, was indicted a month um, ago. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the funny thing is, like, none none of the actual indictment that Trump has is being, like, put through at all resulted from the Mueller, Mueller report. Like none of it came from that. Right. But during the time, during the time in 2019, 2018, even people, I mean, everyone knows the walls are closing in, the walls are closing in. That's like these people's like that's like their their like catchphrase basically is like there's a new, the fucking new story favorite candidate in the gop primary this election the walls are closing in any day now dude yeah. any day. And he's got like 60 well, percent the thing is that the, the indictment was a month ago and nobody even remembers it it's gone it's disappeared <laughs> yeah. from our memory yeah. and well like, he's so good at doing no here's the thing about here's the thing that i think that uh being in entertainment prepared me for the Trump presidency was that the most of the country in the world rarely deals with a truly immoral person. And that's what he is. He's truly immoral. He's like truly a narcissist, like for real, might be a, for sure, for sure a sociopath might be a psychopath kind of dude. And that dude doesn't, like most human beings, you're like, hey, man, we caught you doing this and this and this. And you'd be like, fuck, really? You caught me doing all that? All right, shit. All right. My bad. You got, all right. How much How much of my giant wealth do you want? Leave me alone. <laughs> he's not that dude. So he's like, is that all you got? Anyway, so I'm going to get in the jet and I'm going to keep doing what I've done my whole life. Yeah, he hasn't stopped. And, <laughs> like it's it's happening still. <laughs> And it's like, it's, well, it's, I keep explaining to somebody too, like people are like, I can't you believe this? I was like, well, it's not like for most people, let's say you got three DUIs in one year. <laughs> that changes your whole life. Yeah. You, like it doesn't matter. Like if you're, let's say even if you're making 250 grand a year, you're doing well. It's, that's. Your life is different for a while. There are consequences to those actions. Trump has, his lifestyle has never changed his <laughs> whole life. Nothing has ever, like even the day he went to court, like you said a month ago, we all forgot about, he's just in a building for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, when he emerged, like he was like in an interview two days later. I was like, wait, I thought he was indicted? Yeah. <laughs> like what's yeah, he, he doing in an interview? The plane. Like I think he probably went to dinner. He probably went somewhere nice for dinner after being indicted. You know, he took his picture and stuff. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, he went, got back in. Like, they took his picture when he's leaving. He's like, hey, this is how I leave buildings. This is just another building. This time they put fucking weird bracelets on me for a second. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's funny, like looking back at, Especially the 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 Mueller. I keep saying Mueller. Different. How how the fuck do you pronounce his Don't, name? It's not even. He's gone. It's not important. You know I mean? It, it doesn't gone. really matter. But uh, on the podcast, <laughs> they pronounce it Mueller. Mueller. Okay, I'll say Mueller then for f to, to respect them, which I Continuity. don't need to do. But yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but that's the funny thing about about that era is like indictment was like the end game. That was like when it was over for them and seeing how it's played out it's just like oh wait that was just like tuesday trump being indicted the first time was just like a tuesday basically <laughs> here's a little a fun thought experiment for our listeners you know he was indicted um but think about this close your eyes and think about this what was he indicted for and what does it have to do with like politics i mean i'm not saying that he was he's not deserving of the indictment by any means but most people don't even know why he was indicted. I think it's going to be hard once he has actual people running against him and they can go up on stage and say, yeah. uh, you were arrested for paying hush money to a porn star. Is that correct? Like, why well, am I talking also, to this guy? He, oh, you know, well, like he's going to be like, yeah, I did. You got me. He's going to yeah. be like, so? He'd be like, so, yeah, I was boning a porn star and sometimes you have to pay him <laughs> off. And then all his people are going to be like, yeah. I think it's, you know, I think it's, I think they're going to have to break out again with the uh, we didn't elect an angel thing. But I think that's going to be kind of hard when he's <laughs> it's a lot harder when his most recent, I guess, woes, legal woes were uh, he got 
in civil court found guilty of sexually assaulting a woman. Like, yeah, okay, that does that. I mean, I don't His really greatest think that, strength. If we're being honest, is none of those people besides DeSantis and a couple other like Pence who's. He's like a masochist. Why is he doing it? Why is he doing it? <laughs> because he's real religion and like real, like like a true believer in the book. Is, <laughs> and I've been talking about this on stage a little bit. Like, listen, I don't care about religion. Like, it's the mostly decent people just trying to find community and discipline is what most religion is. But like people that really believe that book, you got to watch them. That's not, you can't. And he's one of those people, he's like, he believes that book. And now he's just got the right people in his dumb ear saying, like, you know, Jesus wants you to be, a, you know, beat this guy. And, like, that's what Jesus wants. And your your wife will touch it one more time if you do this. And, <laughs> like, he's just, he's just. The last a, direction. Oh, it, it's like. It, I've done this on stage when he was vice president, but he looks like sexual, if sexual repression were a human being, that's what it would look yes. like. It's just that tightly wound man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's underrated part of this current election that we're going to see in debates is Trump versus Pence on the debate stage. Like P Pence is going to take a beating from his previous, like his previous boss. Like, that's going to be so funny. Um, I mean, it I is. It's like Kenny Powers and Stevie. It is I was going like, to say, uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, Kenny Powers and Stevie. Very true. Also, um, the I Think You Should Leave skit uh, with Cecily Strong and the Magician. Where, like, oh, man. You took out your little boy dick. Oh, God. That's, um, that's like, it's, it's Trump, Pence, and Mother. She's like, you need to go out there and prove you're a man to Donald <laughs> Trump. And he's going to go out there and tell them how much money he makes and uh, <laughs> think he's weird that sketch <laughs> if anyone has ever dated like a truly like been in a relationship not dated but been in a relationship with like a truly like not well person like her character i've watched that sketch with people in that people that have been in they think it's the funniest thing they've ever seen like <laughs> i did and then i've watched it with people who were just like i don't get what this is crazy and i'm like oh yeah that's how some people are that is yeah <laughs> and they're just like this is uh, confusing i'm like oh god bless you you've just lived your good little life that is you've always chosen well that is great <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, big wife guy points to Billy Wayne. I'm going to take some wife guy points to my for myself as well uh, because my wife uh, was like, what the hell is this that happened? Or did you say your <laughs> wife was one of those people? It sounded like you were saying that. No, my well, my wife understood why I was laughing. And she, was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, no, this makes sense. And I was like, no, it's cool that you don't think it's as funny, but this is a huge re release for me. And then another one of my... <laughs> I showed it to two of my buddies, and I thought they would both think it was funny. And then that's what I realized: like, oh, this, this is, is a different demographic. This <laughs> is for some people, and then some people do not understand it. it. Like the one dude did not understand why me and the other dude were like cry laughing. He was like, "I don't. <laughs> I wish I understood." And I was like, "No, you don't. No, it's good that you don't." <laughs> All right, so I think we've got to. Uh, I think we got to get into the lies. What kind of lies is Allison yeah. Gill dealing out? What 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 pre what purveyance of of mistruths has young Miss Gill done for us? Well, most of this came from the the thread that's been going around from Fraud uh, One Hundred One. Uh, Alex, I I think that you had said you had some familiarity with this account. I didn't know of this person until this had. Yeah, this account's been around for years, and they they have a sort of hit, a tradition of of exposing uh, very specifically like like Trump era Russia Gate kind of people. Uh, before this, I mean, they took their name fraud from a guy named Claude Claude Taylor, who is a who is like a big Russia Gate uh, guy for a while. Um, and so, yeah, this this I I remember this account from like right about when like like late twenty tens. Damn. So yeah, no, this is the first time they've popped up my radar too. So can I can I ask a, a clarification question? Uh Russiagate was basically people that couldn't accept that while Russia probably did some stuff, without a doubt, not as much stuff 
as people wanted to believe because I think was it it was just mostly people were like, Our country can't be this bad and you're like, Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean Russia Russiagate were the people who are like, you know, the Donald Trump piss tape is real. Um, you know, we are we're definitely going to we're definitely I still think it is. I just don't <laughs> think it'll matter. I think that I think it I think they probably like, you know, they focus scripted it and people are like, Yeah, I mean this looks like something he would do. So anyway <laughs> And they're like, Ah, oh, this it's useless. We don't have anything. It's you know what's here. crazy about the P tape is like in twenty sixteen ish, like the idea of the P tape existing was like the fucking funniest thing I could have ever imagined. <laughs> like this yeah. is now I'm just like, oh that's just a Tuesday. Like this doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm like the P tape yeah, could be like, real yeah, and I probably did. It wouldn't yeah, move the like, needle yeah. at all. In fact that would probably give him some points in the polls. Like yeah. people would be like, hell yeah dude. The piss guy vote. <laughs> the piss guy vote. <laughs> I always the thing about the P tape that always fucked me up is that it was like made very explicit. And the thing that made me always think it was true is that it was always made very explicit that he was not pissed on and nobody was pissed on in the exchange. This was no, he just watched, a power uh, fantasy. He watched uh, ostensibly watched some some Russian women pee on a um, a bed that Obama had stayed in when he was in Russia or something. Was it's that, such uh, a strangely specific that thing. Would, that, I, that would help him. I kind, of, like, I kind of agree at this point. Like we're so far past any of that mattering. I now I'm to I didn't realize the details of that. I thought it was like a sexual thing and I was just more like, okay, it's just some people would be like, I can't comment you know more than anything that hurt him. <laughs> but if it's like him watching Russian prostitutes pee on a bed that Obama slept on, I I think I think his fan base would masturbate to that video <laughs> with not him like a, a gooning session dude yeah like a, not in a sexual way just be like this is true power this is how you do power and you're just like oh they vote so many times all these people 100 percent. no they would love it this is a lot of tangents but i do enjoy them so i apologize <laughs> no we're, we're great it was that he went to moscow to attend to the Miss Universe pageant and hire two prostitutes to pee on a bed that Obama slept in. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... That is <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure the prostitutes were like it was one of the best evenings of our lives. It was we didn't have to do anything weird. We just had to pee on the bed. Just on the bed. It was Yeah. He laughed like a weirdo, and we're like, oh, that's the guy from the TV. And then when we get home, no one hit us. It was great. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're up 10K, both? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was, was, was this um, counterintelligence guy named Christopher Steele who assembled a dossier of oh, basically God. rumors um, that he'd heard like in sort of the intelligence networks he was in. And then I think BuzzFeed were the people who actually who actually posted it, and and the pee the peeing was one small part of it, but it was a lot of like <laughs> Donald Trump very had like this incredible hand in uh in sort of like cooperating with Russia to undermine the U.S. election, um and a lot of it has like at the time it was it was reported very credulously. I think over time people have gotten a lot more circumspect about it. But I mean, the the P tape was really like the most important part of it. Obviously, <laughs> it's what everyone knew from it. And <laughs> and you're right. Like Christopher Steele was like for like a solid six months, he was like him and Mueller and Mueller were like household names. Like every good lib knew everything that was going on with those two guys. Like Christopher Steele was like a hero <laughs> to well, some. People. And this is the thing that I don't. I genuinely don't understand about the Mueller she wrote podcast is like. How did somebody like? I don't understand how Russia Gate got to that point. You know, I can understand like being like, well, Donald Trump isn't really the president on some like low key sovereign citizen shit, being like, uh, well, technically, you know, he didn't X, Y, and Z, and so he's not really the president or whatever. Uh, Hillary should be the president. But then when you take it to the like, on January 16th, <laughs> Rex Tillerson just so happened to be in washington dc it is like 
But his lawyer pe- said he wasn't there until the next <laughs> following Tuesday. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Who cares? That's the thing. It's it was it was promoted mostly by like mainstream media, like MSNBC, um, like CNN. That was like it, the the audience for this type of stuff. Like after the first couple of months, like it was, it was like I feel like we can all admit, like the whole RussiaGate thing. I think most of us kind of were like, oh, okay, for like a little oh, bit. Totally. But after, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely was for like a really brief period of time. But after so long, after so much of this kept going on and on and on, it was, it was primarily like that, like suburban mainstream media watching, like. Gen X to boomer type liberal that was like really tuned into the stuff. Like yeah, this, that, that the, is the audience. That was the weird thing. Cause I was like, I was like a Russia gate person for a pretty brief amount of time because I was just like, Oh, so what happens if Russia did like somehow influence our election? And everybody was like, Oh, well, Trump would still be the president. You can't just vacate an election. Like, <laughs> oh, Okay, so what do I care? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the that was the the thing for me was like I'm sure they are. I don't know if you're aware of our history and other people's elections, but <laughs> but I'm yeah, no, sure we've had our hands. Yeah, in, I'm uh, sure in a lot of elections. Yeah, I'm sure some people are like, "Hey, we're gonna fuck you guys." You know what? Fuck you. And but. I okay. I remember eating at a Cracker Barrel outside of Houston, Texas, <laughs> about a month. This is and how a you half. know a story is going to be fucking great. <laughs> so. Not everybody remembers a, a a Cracker Barrel outside of Houston, Texas. <laughs> I do remember it specifically because we drove by many, many great restaurants to go to this Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Because I was like, huh, I guess we're going somewhere fucking dope. And then I was like, oh, okay. We are not. Okay. <laughs> you know, just some of the best, you know, ethnic food in the world is in Houston. And we're like, ah, it's yeah. just any of these shopping centers, probably the best food we could. Oh, okay. We're going to. All right. <laughs> so it's some old people, uh, and they lived outside of Houston. And it was about a month and a half after he had announced where it was still kind of everyone thought it was funny. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, was like, 100%. Huh. Everyone was like, I like people d-. would watch the escalator video and be like, ha, huh, he thinks he can win. Well, and it was like, oh, he's doing that thing where he's just, and then he'll drop out because he's funny. <laughs> yeah. And a lunatic. But we were at this lunch and there was this lady that I was, I was there with my, one of my grandmothers and this man. And then this, there's some, some of their friends. And this hateful lady in the corner who was just kind of rude to the wait staff the whole time, which is embarrassing to me. Like I went afterwards or like during actually and was like, hey, I'm not with that lady. I don't like her and I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, it's part of work in here. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) And uh, but she went on and on about Trump. And how she thinks Trump is blah, blah, blah. And then her husband was like, yeah, me too. And like my wife, when we got in the car, she kind of laughed. She's like, hear that? And I was like, yeah, um, he's going to win. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, that, what we just saw, that's who votes. And that's who talks about that stuff. And they, and she was like, no. And then when he won that night, and you know, the big shocker, everybody's crying. She looked at me and she's like, you said that outside of a Cracker Barrel. I was like, that's when I knew. I knew it right then. <laughs> the Cracker Barrel prophecy. So well, I've I just also say... traveled enough my whole life to be like, ah, this is not good. This is not a good sign. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I um I heard you tell that story on a podcast in 2016, certain that he was going to win in like May <laughs> of 2015, God and damn. I was like, this guy sounds really really sure. And then when he won, everybody's like, how did you know? And I was like, I listen to a lot of podcasts with stand up comedians, and all the comedians <laughs> are saying that he's going to win. I think that's yes. valuable. <laughs> that, I don't know if you're telling the truth, but that is 
I'm I am telling the truth. I'm absolutely okay. telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making any of that. I was like, oh, no, I remember shit. it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of us remember like the moment we knew, or like the moment we like realized. You what know? was your guys' moment? Before we get into this, I know we're like, fuck, over halfway through this episode, but I, I do want to know because that's such a good. It's like your where were you like 9/11 moment, but like where were yeah. you when you realized that Trump was going to win? So, so for me. I, I kind of have a similar story, but I didn't realize, I've, I think I've told this on the, the podcast before, maybe once, but I, I, I want to say it for, for Billy Wayne, just because it's a very similar type of story. Um, my, my dad is a very, very, um, well, he's, he's very like conservative, but not like socially, but he's, he's my whole life been a very conservative guy. And in 2012, when I started getting into politics, I think I was like 15 or 16 in 2012, I was paying attention to the 2012 election with Obama and Romney. And me and my dad, even up to this day, um, still will like talk about politics. We, we get along very well. And, um, even at that time we got along very well. We have a lot of fun talking about politics, even though we have like insanely different views. Um, he, he told me, I forget what prompted it, but, um, he mentioned to me, if Donald Trump ever runs for president one day, I'm going to be voting for him <laughs> in 2012. He told me that. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right. And in 2016, when Donald Trump announced, I, I was talking to my dad about Trump running and he, he, I've never seen him more excited about like politics in my life. And I was like, oh, goddamn, this is like, this is the energy. <laughs> like, this, this is real. Um, but I didn't think Trump was going to actually win until I think the night of the election. Like, I kind of, like, I, I, for me, I kind of thought Hillary was going to win just because like Trump was like insane and like just horrible. Um, but I was I was hanging out um, <laughs> with a couple of friends yes. watching watching the news, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, this is going to be fun. We're going to watch the news. We're going to hang out, have some drinks, have some desserts." And the night just got worse and worse as states went for Trump, and like half, like I think they announced Pennsylvania went for Trump, and that's when it set in. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's like actually over." It was over. like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, oh. and Georgia, like at the same time. If I yeah, like, yeah, like, very quick succession <laughs> yeah and we all like, ev- no. all of us in the room were like oh wait this is like <laughs> this is happening <laughs> well also so that, why for I me think that's when it when it hit why i think russia still has something to do with it just not the way we think or whatever is how he looked like like dreadful when they announced like he was like oh. he looked miserable he like oh fuck 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 yeah, yeah, I read like, the uh, I read the Fire and Fury book, and you know, obviously, a lot of it was bullshit. But <laughs> like when you when he recounted being in the room with them when Trump won, I was like, it's like yeah, like Melania's crying, and <laughs> Trump is like being very quiet in the corner by himself. She didn't sign up for that shit, dude. She no. thought no. she had the easiest job in the world. No, she wanted to pee on Obama's bed. That's what she wanted. To do. <laughs> So much easier to piss at Obama's bed. Such an easier game. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, really Caleb. Funny. What about you? What was your like moment? Uh, so I'll I'll just tell you this. I I was like a, a late late in the acceptance of the fact that Donald Trump had ascended. I sent um, my best friend in the world, Carly. She moved to um, the UK for to do her post grad, um, and I sent her. <laughs> The funniest thing, in my opinion, that happened in um, those elections was when um, Trump went after Kasich for how he ate those pancakes. <laughs> and he was like, he eats just the look. He looked like he just smelled a fart when he was talking about it. He was like, he eats like an animal, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, to me, it was the funny because it's true. Kasich, if you go back and look at those pictures of Kasich stuffing his disgusting face with those pancakes, he was eating like a fucking animal and it was disgraceful to this country. But Donald Trump. Being the guy to say that, it was like so obscene to me. So I sent her uh, the video and the link to the news article, and she was like, Caleb, this is still a joke for you, but like I've been out of the United States now for like a year and a half or whatever it's been. And like you have to accept Donald Trump is going to win. Like it's over. You Donald Trump is not just going to take the primaries. He's basically at that point, it was like him and Kasich and maybe some other someone else left. But Donald Trump, everyone else had basically dropped out at this point. It's like, there's no way he's going to beat Hillary. No, no way. Fuck off. But no, she was right. It's true. That was the moment I was like, oh, wait, like 
this is real now. Like it's not just some imbecile carnival barker talking about how John Kasich eats pancakes. Like this. No, it is. is going to be it president. is that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is that. But yeah, now except now this guy's the boss. So yeah, that, that was my yeah. story. He won. He, he, the the weird guy talking about that shit is yeah. He won. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew Trump was going to win. Not just because of you, Billy Wayne, but also because of um. I was I'm um. I uh, was listening to a lot of podcasts at the time. Um, do you guys are you do you guys have any familiarity? I don't even know if it still exists. The podcast Race Wars. Oh, you told me about this when I came out to Philly and yeah. visited you. We talked about this a little bit. Yeah, Race Wars was sounds like rad. <laughs> it was a, like a come town predecessor with these two comedians. I still really like. Well, oh, it's like Kurt and Sherrod, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And no, I, I knew you know, that sounded I, familiar. Where I was like, it's a bad idea. Who did it? <laughs> Kurt Metzger did it. Can you believe Kurt Metzger had a, a bad idea for He a show? will follow um, through. That's what's fun. <laughs> uh but yeah, I used to listen to that show all the time. And I just heard like comedian after comedian come on there. They did like a, you know, it was like a uh I don't know, just one of those round table type of podcast things. Um and yeah, they would just have all these comedians come on and be like I was in Wyoming and I think Trump is going to win. And somebody else will be like, I was in Connecticut and I think Trump is going to win. And it's like, why do they all think this? Why is every comedian saying this as they're touring the country? Um, and so, yeah, so I was just like, the comics are saying it. I don't know. It seems like they have the the mandate of heaven this in this election cycle. And uh, <laughs> I'm going with them. And then everybody got mad at me like I did it. No, that is <laughs> that is how we get we got hit pretty hard with the truth with us being like well listen we're out <laughs> talking to y'all all over the place every night of the week and i hate to report back but this is what people are talking about and it ain't cool yeah but it's yeah no i mean even to this day like a lot of leftists that were warning like hey tr donald trump has like a huge chance here still get shit <laughs> yeah for for that like just warning basically which is crazy yeah, that's the thing is like, hey, there's, I mean, I was in Alaska in January and there's, there's still Trump signs out. There's no other signs, but there's still Trump yeah. signs out. <laughs> and it's, uh, I, one, at one show I did, this is in January, this old man, he was hundred and hundred and old. Like, you don't see that many <laughs> that old in Alaska. And, uh, I'd imagine not. It was, I was like, whoa. And he stood up like, I'd been up for about four or five minutes. And not even that long to be even offended. I was like, that's why I was like, oh, I think it was just more. He's like, oh, we have to go home now. It's time. And uh, he had a Trump hat on. And I was like, oh, does he not know? That's uh, that's over. Does he not? Is it not got up here? And that got a big laugh. And then someone's like, he might not. I was like, that is. So there's people that are hanging on to this thing way longer than like they're in a cult you guys it's the lady them it's a different kind of Mueller lady is what it is am I still you're on? saying you're you're saying yeah no you're good you're saying the the like the right wingers that are like really into Trump are like the opposite of like the Mueller people no they're the same they're, they're the same. Oh, yeah. Like an opposite side of a coin, basically. Like they're the same coin, but just opposite sides. They're cult members. Like the people that yeah. listen to that murder she wrote or whatever <laughs> are the same people that have made it like to where she's like a millionaire are the same people that are still on Trump's side. But he's doing, he's also getting millions for it, but he's also still got a good shot at being the president again. He and does, yeah. <laughs> He and they, which is scary, and no one knows what to do with it because he's been indicted. And they're like, Well, that we thought maybe. And they're always like, You guys don't understand, he doesn't, he's just going to keep going till he dies. Yeah, and it's possible that he wins again, like in all reality. Like, I mean, who knows, really? Like, time will tell on that front. As and we hateful, mean people live longer. <laughs> I mean, what's his name? Uh, Henry. Kissinger, he's a hundred years old. He's still alive. He's like a hundred. He just turned a hundred. Like see two that, weeks ago. Uh, did you see that thread of like people who are walking into the uh, the the venue where his birthday party was? <laughs> I didn't. I saw it. I meant to go back to read it. I didn't read it though. It was like Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots. <laughs> uh, Anthony Blinken was there. Current Secretary oh, of State. 
Um, it was all, just all like, of our yeah. most honorable Americans. I <laughs> didn't see any pictures of Dershowitz there, but you got to imagine he was in the mix. <laughs> I just think he's even to those people like, man, he's just not cool anymore. Uh, <laughs> so you guys wouldn't go to that? I would go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, go yeah. with the fucking bomb vest from first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's I'm worth so, going to. I'm too it's curious about to. how those rooms operate not to be like I'm going to protest and not go. I'm like I want to see what they do when no one's looking. I think yeah, like that what they talk about. Yeah, being in that room is enough stories for the rest of your life about like <laughs> well you'll never believe what I overheard Condoleezza Rice say in 2023. Uh, and and it really put it all into perspective for me. That's just going to be like the rest of your life. I imagine it's like the the ceremonies in um, Eyes Wide Shut, the Kubrick film. I imagine that's just like what they do there. Yeah. I hope. I hope it is. <laughs> It'd be but, hot with that crowd. Yeah, but oh man, that's also yeah. That is. But from my experience being around wealth, it's just it's kind of boring. A lot of it. I was going to say those people aren't really interesting enough to do like. I would imagine they're just about half of them would just be like robots turned off staring at drywall. You know what I mean? I just don't think that those people are like, I don't know. There's like one in like 10 of them are evil and be like, let's do eyes wide shut. But the rest of them are just like robots. I don't know. Well, and then, yeah. And then the relatives of the powerful ones are like, yeah, I'm doing some like Prince Andrew. Like, I think he realized pretty early on. He's like, oh, I don't have uh, any real responsibility. So I just kind of horny it up around and everyone's like i mean yeah kind of <laughs> but then the internet and the internet got invented and he's like everyone's like hey you gotta you gotta cool it with the horny stuff and he's like what <laughs> i can't <laughs> no i imagine yeah like Anth- i'm thinking of anthony blinken he there's no okay yeah he doesn't go to eyes wide shut stuff like that that's not his vibe he's evil well, he doesn't but get not invited. like that kind that's of evil the problem. No just yeah <laughs> Yeah, or he gets like yeah, always sunny in Philadelphia. Once. Frank Reynolds <laughs> just mauling the buffet at the, at the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the Epstein theories about Lex Wexner, or whatever his name, Les Wexner, is uh, he's just kind of he was kind of boring. Oh, the Victoria's Secret dude, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how Epstein like he knew how to like talk to him and engage him. And make his life more fun, and then he got in with some finance stuff too, because that dude gave him a a mansion in yeah, in New, to in New York accounts and stuff. Yeah, Crazy. he was he was he was a power of attorney over Les Wexner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> your Lord. Yep. That's yep. Look, I'm fun. I'm really fun. It never occurred to me to be so fun that someone's like, let me let me give you let me give you everything. You just here's <laughs> my social and stuff. And yeah, let me just go on your payroll. Man. Yeah, you're fun, dude. Here, yeah. here's my bank account information. Yeah, I'm a billionaire. Just I got jets. You are fun. Here, just any decision I make has to go through you now because you're so fun. You're like, and then no one asking me questions about that. He was just like, oh man, it's a bad judgment. And everybody's like, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should uh, we should uh, start delving into the, the, no, the lies. Here's a, here's no, here's the deal. No. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. No. We have ten minutes left on this episode. Oh shit! Oh, sorry, sorry. I ruined it. No, no, no. This no. is great. This is great. You made it. Is what you did, Billy. Yeah, yeah. I was so fishing. we're gonna keep honking off about 2016, and then we'll get into the dirt behind the paywall. How about that? Amazing. Yeah, because I think we Let's really do, do. I think it's important to like talk about the lies in specific. You really have to get into the headset. You have to remember the players. You have to remember like the mindset of these perverts before we're you gonna really... get very Lev Parnas with it. I mean, not we are. <laughs> I mean, listen. No, I did the bo- fucking. I deserve some sort of Pulitzer or something for the fucking journalistic work I did on this guy. He did real episode. journalism. He I did, did real, real journalism. journalism. He made I did phone freedom calls. of information he spent $15. requests. I mean, actually, I paid $45. $45. When it was all said and done, I paid $45. I ran background checks. I uh, did the Freedom of Information Request Act on court documents. I did real work for this. So uh, if you want to see your Patreon bucks at work, stick around for the paywall. That's what we'll say. Yeah, it's some good shit. Do we, okay, so... Uh, now what we did, talk about for did seven derail minutes. what we were talking about. Uh, but the, <laughs> I do... I, you know what? 
let's let's do a hard ass pivot. No segues. No segues. What are we doing? Thirty five hundred dollars for the Apple Vision. What do we think about that? <laughs> okay, uh, I am in. If you give me three thousand dollars back, yeah, yeah. What that is it? Reasonable. I didn't. S- I just saw the pictures, but it's like some of that. It's a stuff. VR headset. I don't know. It's a it's VR headset VR? that's slightly better than the ones that already exist. My son has the Quest or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah the vi- the yeah the, the Facebook one. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that you have to. I have one of those. It's fun. It is fun. It's. He you play the football but, game and you're in the stadium. The graphics kind of suck, but it's like, holy shit, dude, I'm the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. This kicks ass. Or you play the gladiator one and you just like decapitate people for like 15 minutes and then you swing and hit the wall on accident and your knuckle hurts and then you say, fuck this game. And you don't play it for three months. That's what I did. That mm-hmm. is kind of and it makes it makes them sick a little bit, too. It made the teenagers a little sick. That was kind of funny. By every metric I've heard of VR in general, it's like pretty fun. Um, VR, like VR is ass, like dude. generally fun. Yeah, it's it seems cool. But for me, this this strikes me like this new Apple Vision. It it really I see the parallels of the the Google Glass, um, specifically in the price point. But yeah, Wax started playing that, the, um, the trailer. By the way, so I, I am playing the yeah. Disney trailer, the Disney specific trailer for the Apple Vision, and so this is so so. The thing that this sets, is the coolest thing that they could come up with. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I'm watching best. Baby Yoda in a sand crawler from Star Wars. Oh my god! It's correct. Grogu. Correct. It's Grogu. So it Grogu. is. Um, I'll never so call is, him Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, it is augmented reality. Isn't it? Isn't just virtual reality. Put me courtside at a fucking ba- basketball game. I don't care. Like this, that is this, cool. Yeah. This shit right here, where it's like up above watching the basketball. Game. Put me courtside, man. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, I, I don't know what the value add of having it on your coffee table is like, as opposed to just watching it like a regular thing. Yeah, well, like the, what I was thinking, like it makes sense if you're a traveler and you're like just kind of wanna you know disappear back into your thing you can put those on but it's like i remember i just i don't think it's accessible as accessible as they as all these nerds want it to be to everybody because <laughs> no. well, everyone's just like thing. i don't care dude and they're like no but it's like a thing <laughs> and then i did a bunch of ones and zeros and it's like another thing and you're like cool man also, it makes me vomit if I do it for longer than an hour and a half. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Which is lucky because the battery life's only two hours. So you're basically oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, is the battery the life really only two hours? I thought it had a fucking cord. It has a cord, but the ex- the external battery only lasts two hours. Um, for the, fucking $3,500, two hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For $3,500. Why is that crazy? <laughs> That's uh, crazy. <laughs> well, one time, okay, Ron Funches is always on the cutting edge of video game nonsense so if i have questions but so he had one that was hooked up to uh like a fancy computer he had built just for this vr thing and some other stuff of course but so uh i did a couple of dabs that he had and (laughs) plugged into this it was like a zombie thing and then you put the you put also you put uh, earphones in. You put earplugs yeah. in. And I did that and the first level was really fun. I was killing zombies. And then the second level I was like in this this park in the middle of a city and it was kind of dark and it really felt like I was in a park like, and I did it's it It's the like sensory two- thing. I know exactly what you're talking about when I play that with my, my brother-in-law. He's a video game developer uh, and he, uh, same thing I'm pretty sure it's the same game. I don't know how many zombie games. Maybe there are a million. It's not necessarily the graphics, but it's just like the experience with the surround sound yes. and whatever. Like, so it, I it, took it, it off because I was like, oh, I'm actually scared, and that isn't fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron, Ron is just laid on the couch, and he just goes, yeah, I was curious about that one, too, because I can't get past that either. It's scary. I was like, I was like, like my body was reacting like, you need to get out of here. <laughs> there's there's two things, though, that struck me with the, the this Apple Vision. The, the first one being, like, we watched that video, and I think a lot of people have seen that video from Disney. Like, 
do we really think that's how it's going to launch? Like, do the metaverse, the the Facebook metaverse shit, like just happened a year ago, and it none of it was like what they promised. Well, so, that like, was do we money really, laundering. That was, but like, and maybe I, mean, I don't think this will be quite the same thing. But the thing no, I think, I think that the could metaverse be the is same money. Thing. Like he just did that to launder a bunch of money into other companies. I th- I think yeah I mean the the way that it allegedly it, it, like, collapsed too because there was no value in it. Allegedly, there, there that was is a theory I have. <laughs> I mean I think there's some value. I mean it, it, the metaverse in practice kind of felt like how crypto was, and both of those have collapsed and currently collapsing. Crypto being that one. Well, but my buddy said like, it the um, first time the metaverse when they were trying to they were selling real estate for like millions of dollars to people and yeah, and he's a you know he's a what he does is program stuff and he's difficult to talk to for most people, but for whatever reason, he and I get along. And from the start, I was like, Hey, what is this? And he goes, this is a scam. He goes, <laughs> I was like, Oh, how so? He's like, well, he's like, you know, real estate. It's like, there's only one of it. So that's why it's worth something. He's like in a virtual real estate, it's virtual. So you could just keep building more real estate. So I don't understand what they're paying for. I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was like an under talked about aspect of the metaverse is that you could buy like, re- yeah, real estate in the metaverse. You could be Snoop Dogg's neighbor in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. And and it, it, the metaverse and this Apple vision is way different. It's not the same technology. It's not going to be the same sort of thing. But I just see that video and I'm like, is this really what it's going to be like? Like, I just don't buy that. No, I I don't think at even close. Like it might be pretty good. I don't know. Um, But I feel like there's no way it's going to be anywhere near what they promise. I feel like that's just been the case with a lot of technology in the last like decade is that they promise a lot. And then it's just like, Oh, it's just this. Well, (laughs) I think they get surprised by what, like by what, becomes the popular part of the technology they invent. I think they'd never uh, know. I think that has a lot to do with like here are about here are nine new things on this phone. We hope one of them's what you motherfuckers dig this time because we never really know what thing. It's like an app when they do an update or something. Like every now and then they do an update and you're like, oh this is cool. It's like a good thing they've done. And then most of them, you're like, I don't know who this is helping at all. This is, <laughs> but they don't know going in. It's like a like to me, it's like jokes. It's like you could think something's like really funny, and then you put it out there, and people are like, Yeah, I see what you're doing there. That's, that's, that's <laughs> and you're like, Ah, nothing. Fuck. And then you say <laughs> something else, not even thinking, and they're like, That's really funny. And you're like, Are you serious? Because the other thing <laughs> I worked really hard on, and that just came out. And they're like, Yeah, that's that's what you should go with. Just half-assed all the time and you're like I this is so I think that's part of like the creative aspect of like you know I have three damn comp- cameras on my new phone and it does look good when I take pictures but yeah I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And I just wanted to tell one story because I think it's mildly kind of funny. And watching this, the Apple Vision rollout reminded me of this. So back in like 20, I I think whenever the Google Glass came out, like in 2012, 2013, whenever that was, um, there was this rich kid at my high school um, that got one. Like the day it came out, this kid got one. And so he had the Google Glass because I don't know how... People who are like not in their late 20s or older know what the Google Glass even is, but it was basically like, how would you even describe it? It was like a smartphone on your in glasses. It was supposed to like do things like go if you wear a regular pair of glasses, uh, it was supposed to go over your glasses. If you don't wear glasses, you're just supposed to wear this thing on your face and look like a fucking idiot. But yeah. it was like and then, <laughs> it was like it would keep your grocery lists and it would tell you if somebody messaged you on Facebook on your glasses. Yeah, it was it was yeah, basically that. So this this kid was wearing it for like two days and everyone just relentlessly made fun of him for wearing this. And he was the only person I've ever seen with it. And after the second day of people being like, what the fuck are you wearing? He stopped wearing it. He never wore it in public again. And then as far as I'm aware, it's just like, (laughs) yeah, bullying always works. But, you know, after that, I never saw any other person in the entire world ever wear one. 
Well, there's, you, it's like c- contact lenses exist because people hate glasses. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go, Google. It's like, hey, what if we just put glasses back on? People had to wear them. Like, but no. Billy Wayne, what if you what if you made them like ten times more expensive and it's goggles <laughs> that go around your entire head, and uh, uh, you get to watch Grogu like you're on Tatooine? Had you thought about that? You're in the speeder with Grogu. <laughs> you're driving, and he's in the passenger seat. I, I, I like when they pitch stuff like, and PS Five doesn't exist. You're like, yeah, it does. It does. I've already had this. <laughs> uh, okay, so thank you so much, Billy. I think we can call it there for this uh, this this portion of the show. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. What would you like to plug, good sir? You guys watch. Well, I have a special out. Uh, it's available. It's called Testify. Billy Wayne Davis Testify. Uh, and it's on YouTube. If you're poor, it's free. And if you have a little money, it's on all those things too that you get your stuff. It's very good. I'm very proud of it. And I have a cannabis podcast called Grown Local. If cannabis <laughs> is your thing, uh, hit us. Like, listen, it's pretty. It's it's. I mean, it's cannabis industry, not like deep industry stuff. Because I have to pull them back in. But it's if you're interested in like to smoke <laughs> cannabis, it's a good podcast to listen to. So there oh, you go. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for nice. having me on. Anytime, you guys. Um, this is really Thanks, fun. Man. Sorry, I did so many tangents, but you guys are fun no, 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 I, no. This is this is great. Uh, really, I've listened time. to you on a lot of podcasts, so I I, I knew what it was. Uh, I knew what I was signing up for. Um, okay, good. You, you can follow us on Twitter: Wack Nicholson, Juniper, Caleb, and or it's not Caleb, is it? It's the Bird Respector, and <laughs> uh, and Alex A. Gormand. Uh, thank you so much. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>